Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. But if you're ready to level up your life and get results that truly matter in your health, business, mindset, and relationships, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to Sheer Madness, where we have unscripted, real conversations with the world's top athletes, entrepreneurs, and coaches. Discover real-world and tactical advice from the best in the business. Let's go. Hello, everyone. I am currently recording this podcast as I sit at home in quarantine. And yes, I got the dreaded COVID over the holidays. And I've been in quarantine for the last week, haven't been able to leave my house. And the best part of it all was I got this all on Christmas Day. So I literally got COVID for Christmas. And um, honestly, it hasn't been as bad as a lot of what the media puts out there. I did come down with a fever. I've had a cough. I lost my taste, but I would take this over the flu any day. But nonetheless, I'm here in quarantine and I thought it would be the perfect time to record a podcast about how we can boost our immune system, overcome COVID, what to do as a preventative approach, what to do as if you get COVID, and really the importance of vitamin D. And I never really thought that vitamin D would be a very sexy podcast to, um, to do. But as I've been diving into the research about vitamin D, I've become increasingly fascinated about how important it really, really is. And vitamin D really is the single most important strategies that we have for optimizing our health. Um, we used to think that vitamin D was just important for um, for a bone and um, preventing against things like osteoporosis. Um, but now it's shown that it does so much more than that. So, and right now with COVID and, and the amount of fear that's out there, we're really focused on, you know, being in the, this state of fear right now. Everyone's, you know, doing what they can to prevent from getting the sickness between wearing masks, between social distancing, which is all really important, but that's really fearful-based tactics. So my thought is how can we equip our body to fight off against these viruses if we do come in contact with it, if we do end up getting it, you know, because it really does come down to our overall health with our body. And most people who have gotten severe symptoms of COVID have shown that they have at least two other metabolic related diseases or illnesses that they also are fighting with. So I think it's safe to say that it's our lifestyle, it's our current health status that really loads the gun. And then it's COVID that just pulled the trigger, you know? So I actually saw um, an article that came out the other day that said U.S. adult obesity rates tops 42%, which is the highest ever recorded in all of history. The highest ever recorded. That is seriously, that blows my mind. So it's not just an 
a pandemic with the virus. It's a pandemic with the current status of our overall health, where it's more common to see someone who's overweight and obese that has insulin resistance, metabolic issues, um, sarcopenia, other health-related issues that are all completely lifestyle-related than it is to even see someone in good health. So, you know, really, it's sad, and it, it but it takes conversations like these, um, putting it out there, you know, putting empowerment back in the with the people to take care of themselves, to look at their health, to look at their diet, to, you know, look at the way that we're living our lives versus just hiding all the time. And it's unfortunate. It, it, it truly is unfortunate that it's come down to this um, with the pandemic that we're in. Um, but it's really, you know, looking at the way we've been living our lives. And I'm not really surprised that it took a wake-up call like this, like a pandemic, like a global awakening for us all to realize that what we have been doing, the way we've been living our lives, taking care of ourselves needs to change. So let's dive back into talking about vitamin D in optimizing our health. Because with functional medicine, what we try to do is address the root of the issue. And with COVID, the root of the issue is our health. It's, it's our immune system. When you have metabolic issues, insulin resistance, diabetes, when you're chronically overweight and inflamed, it's very difficult for your immune system to work optimally. So talking about vitamin D is along with diet and exercise, you know, we can't neglect those factors, but it is the most important supplement you can take right now to prevent you from getting COVID. And if you do get it, to help minimize the symptoms. Um, A recent study by the Endocrine Society actually showed that about 80% of about 200 people that were admitted into the hospital for COVID had a vitamin D deficiency less than 30. So the optimal ranges of vitamin D is usually between about uh, 40 to 60 nanograms per milliliter. And another study here that I want to talk about which was done from a a study from the Journal of Nature. It was an observational study and it compared people with an asymptomatic or mild infection of COVID. And then it compared people who had severe symptoms. And what they did is they actually separated these two groups of people. So they actually isolated them in in the hospital. So the group of people who were admitted, who had mild symptoms with COVID, and then another group of people who had um, very severe symptoms with COVID. And the main reason they did this is because they didn't want the people who were asymptomatic or with a mild infection mingling with the people who had a severe infection because, of course, it could cloud the data and that wouldn't be good for the people with the mild symptoms to be around the people with the severe symptoms. But what they found was that 97% of the people in the severe infection group had a vitamin D deficiency, 97%. So almost 100% of the people had a deficiency in vitamin D. And their average levels were about 14 nanograms per milliliter. And in fact, 
during the study, they defined a deficiency as less than 20 nanograms per milliliter, which is honestly even way too low for an overall threshold of vitamin D anyway. Um, usually in the clinical setting, we look at a vitamin D deficiency as less than 30 um, nanograms per milliliters. And in this study, they were looking at it um, just less than 20 and the average was 14 in that group. So the people who had low vitamin D, um, they also had higher inflammatory markers such as ferritin and THF-alpha, interleukin-6, and the fatality rate. So the death rate was also seven times higher in the group that had low vitamin D and a severe infection, Um, whereas 21 versus 3% in the very mild group that had very asymptomatic symptoms. So that's a pretty significant difference. And honestly, that's incredible findings um, with the vitamin D levels. And I also do want to point out, if they were looking at 30 nanograms per milliliter as the cutoff for vitamin D deficiency versus just 20, um, it would have then been 98% of severe cases were deficient in vitamin D, which is a striking difference. And again, why isn't this talked about in the media where we, we are talking about masks and, you know, hiding and fear, but why aren't we talking about vitamin D? You know, this is such crucial and powerful information. And as I mentioned before, vitamin D is not very expensive. Um, you can get vitamin D, um, you know, for probably about 14 bucks, um, and you can get enough vitamin D to last you um, for three months at that rate. So, you know, vitamin D is so crucial right now. And, you know, part of this, you know, I want to even look into a little bit further is, you know, let's look at how the immune system even works. And there's really two main immune reactions. You know, we have an innate immune reaction, um, and you can think of innate as an immediate immune immune reaction. And then we have uh, adaptive immune reaction. Um, And that would be more of the delayed immune reaction. So our innate immune system works by actually stopping the initial invasion of pathogens or viruses. And it's our body's first line of defense. So this includes barriers such as our skin, our mucous membranes, stomach acid, our gut microbiome, which is why we're always talking about our gut microbiome and immune health, you know, just overall health in general, um, as well as the generalized inflammatory response. So this is our first innate line of defense. It's our innate immune system. Whereas our adaptive immune system involves um, more complicated reactions, which help with like identifying the pathogen that's invaded. And then we do things like create immune cells specifically designed to destroy the pathogen, um, which this process can take days to weeks, um, as often the case with a viral infection like COVID. And so looking at these two types of immune processes, um, there are two main types of cells involved in this adaptive immune response, um, B cells and T cells. And what B cells do is they work by secreting antibodies to label that cells that are infected um, to help with other immune cells know what they need to destroy. 
Whereas the T cells then are able to directly and indirectly kill the infected cell. So this exact step right here where the T cells are then activated to kill the cell is the step in which vitamin D becomes an essential component um, as to how the immune system responds. So vitamin D is needed to activate these T cells to be able to respond and kill a pathogen. Um, vitamin D influences that T cell to differentiate and induce lower levels of inflammatory cytokines and higher levels of anti-inflammatory cytokines. So cytokines um, are what our body produces in response to a virus, an injury. It helps induce inflammation. And then the vitamin D helps regulate the maturation of the dendritic cells, which is another type of a white blood cell that helps us with our immune system. And then the T cells respond directly to that vitamin D by developing these regulatory T cells. So, you know, you can imagine if we're deficient in vitamin D, our immune system is not going to work the way we need it to. So we need to be, you know, supplementing with vitamin D, um, but we also need to be knowing what our vitamin D levels are at. And most people don't know. And I can tell you after running functional lab tests on um, all of my clients and myself, you know, most people are deficient in vitamin D. Um, I think it, the statistics actually are that 87% of adults are deficient in vitamin D and 95% of kids are deficient in vitamin D. So again, it's, and I'm going to reiterate it again and again, it's the most powerful strategies we have to strengthen our immune system. And the majority of the vitamin D that we get comes from the sun, um, which is why in the wintertime, our vitamin D levels tend to take a plummet. And it's also why we tend to get more sick in the wintertime as well. Um, it does come from other food sources. Um, so you can get it from leafy greens, pumpkin seeds, dark chocolates, almonds. Um, but even beyond just the immune system, vitamin D is just so crucial. Um, it's essential for our mental health, which is also a huge epidemic right now in this country, um, with one in four people suffering from depression. And there's been a very strong correlation um, between low vitamin D levels and um, our overall mental health status. And part of that goes into the fact that vitamin D is needed for the production of serotonin serotonin, which serotonin is one of our feel-good um, neurotransmitters. So what can we do to make sure our vitamin D levels are at a proper range between 40 to 60 nanograms per milliliter? You know, and the first thing is get your levels tested. Like seriously, we are in a pandemic. You need to know what your vitamin D levels are because it is very individualized what the dose of vitamin D is that you need to be taking um, because people who are overweight tend to need to take a higher levels of vitamin D because it's also a fat-soluble vitamin. And then people who have darker skin tend to have lower levels of vitamin D, so they also need to supplement a bit more. And that's um, primarily due to the melatonin that's in their skin that blocks with the absorption. And then, you know, if there's other deficiencies you have, for example, magnesium, um, vitamin K2, both of these work synergistically for the absorption of vitamin D. 
So, you know, it, that's why it's essential to get your levels tested because it is individualized more often than not. Um, they used to recommend, I think, about like 2,000 nanograms per milliliter, which just really isn't enough. So usually most people need about about 5,000 to 10,000 IUs per day to get them up to that range of about 40 to 60 um, but even if you don't have access to testing, if your doctor won't run your levels, you know, still supplement with vitamin D because it is so crucial. You can start at about 5,000 IUs per day, um, and at least you're getting something, and that should be able to keep you um, below being deficient in vitamin D. So let's just reiterate some of the things that we've talked about today with vitamin D. A, if you can get tested, um, that's going to be the best way to go about prevention. And again, we don't want to look at normal ranges. We want to look at optimal ranges, um, normal ranges. They're ma just making sure that you're not deficient. So you're not below that 30 um, nanograms per milliliter threshold. Uh, but we really want to be between about 40 to 60, which is going to be ideal, which is going to really help optimize your immune system, um, your mental health as well too, as we talked talked about. And then you want to also make sure you're taking the right type of vitamin D. The only active form of vitamin D is vitamin D3. Um, so you really want to be looking for that type. And you also want to make sure that you're taking it with some um, cofactors that help with the absorption and the utilization of vitamin D. So these are things like vitamin K2. Magnesium is also really essential. You don't want to be taking a vitamin D2, uh, which is what typically comes from uh, plants, because it's not biologically active and your body's not going to be able to utilize that very well. And then you want to make sure you're taking the right amount of vitamin D for your body. And as, as I mentioned, this is very dependent um, on the color of your skin. It's very dependent on your body composition as well, too. If you're a child, if you're an adult, what your current vitamin D status currently is, which is why I highly recommend getting it tested. Um, but a good range to try to shoot for at first is probably going to be between about that 5,000 to 10,000 IUs per day. And usually for bringing vitamin D levels up, that's a good place to start. And then I usually normally bring vitamin D levels down for maintenance to about 2,000 to 4,000. Um, but again, get your levels tested because it's really hard to figure out an optimal dose. And the last point I want to reiterate is the fact that it can take up to six to 10 months to fill up the tank for your vitamin D if you're deficient. So, you know, you want to be supplementing with adequate vitamin D. And it's going to take some time. It's not like just going out in the sun one time, taking one pill, you know, which is why we're in such a pandemic right now. Because if you actually look at all of the reasons as to why people are coming down with such severe uh, symptoms with COVID, it comes down to just the way that they've been taking care of themselves, you know, not getting adequate sun exposure, having vitamin D levels, chronically overweight, lots of inflammation, lack of exercises. So, you know, even though I'm talking so much about vitamin D in this podcast, um, you know, we still need to look at the whole picture. 
Um, it's kind of like Kobe Bryant. You know, Kobe Bryant wouldn't be able to win the championships that he does uh, just by himself. He needs the team there along with him. So we need to look at the overall picture. But we also can do things like make sure you have adequate vitamin D levels. But then, you know, look at also like, what is your diet? You know, are you getting enough protein? Are you eating real foods, fruits, vegetables, healthy fats? Or is your diet full of processed foods, artificial sweeteners? You know, if most of your diet comes in a bag or a box, you know, it's probably not ideal. Um, are you moving your body every single day? You know, this is how we help optimize our health. It's all of these things together. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. You learned a lot about vitamin D and taking care of your health and preventing against COVID. I'm still in quarantine right now and I'll be in quarantine for the next couple of days. Um, But a little update, I feel fine. My taste is not quite back yet, which is kind of the most annoying part about having this right now is because I love food. I love good food and it's not fun to not taste it, but honestly, it's not bad. You know, I I have probably could have been back to work within about three days of getting it. No, but of course, you know, I'm being safe and following the protocols because I don't want to infect other people who aren't in good health, um, who don't have a strong immune system, who haven't been taking care of their health. Um, But if you're doing the things that I talked about in today's podcast with your nutrition, your exercise, you know, supplementing appropriately, If you catch COVID, you're going to be okay. I promise you that. So share this episode with a friend, write us a review, um, give us um, a rating as well. I always love to hear your guys' feedback, what you guys want me to talk about next on the podcast, whether that be nutrition, mindset, shoot me a DM on Instagram at Rachel Shear or at Rachel Shear Nutrition. I always love to hear from you guys and I hope you have a blessed new year. 